British novelists of the last century didn't actually begin writing until she was nearly 60, which is part of what attracted biographer Hermione Lee. It's an extraordinary story. She was born in 1916, and she starts writing stories from the age of about four. She was a fantastically bright schoolgirl and undergraduate at Oxford. And then it's the war, and everything is blown up into the air, and, and everybody, a lot of people kind of lose their way. She then made what turned out to be a bit of a disastrous marriage. And that's spent, that's and, kind of an understatement. <laughs> and, well, yes, and like, and like many women, like many women who start late, she spent, you know, her midlife years in some very difficult circumstances, bringing up children, trying to keep things together and not writing novels. So when she started, she started publishing books in 1975, yeah, around the age of 60. So it is a really remarkable late life career. I'm curious about what was going on during those long years when she wasn't writing and was struggling to keep her family together. Penelope Fitzgerald had three children, I think, over the course of six years, and this husband, Desmond Fitzgerald. Yes. It's very hard not to see him as an immense drain on, <laughs> drain on her. Well, I got rather fond of poor Desmond, but the story very briefly is that she met this rather dashing, handsome Irishman who was going to be a lawyer and was in the Irish Guards. They got married in the middle of the war, and he came back very changed. He was clearly very traumatised, and he was an alcoholic. He couldn't really keep his career going, and then the whole thing fell apart. They had clearly overstretched themselves. They left London in a great hurry. They went to live in a East Coast town called Southworld, where things went from bad to worse. And then they went back to live in London in the early 60s on a barge on the Thames, which had been an old coal barge. Yeah, the, the, the barge thing. I mean, it, it sounds maybe at, at first blush a little romantic, but in fact, it leaked. There would it be was, water up to their ankles. It, there were rats. It was There was always a puddle in the middle of the thing. They couldn't wash on the barge, so they had to go up with their scratchy towels and bar of soap up to the King's Road public bars. And all this while she was teaching to make ends meet. And there's a wonderful occasion on which she goes to school looking more than usually harassed and says to the girls in her class, I'm sorry I'm late, but my house sank. It Really? All, all the way to the <laughs> bottom of the Thames? Not quite, but so much so that everything, you know, everything was ruined. And so they the, went, at that point, were they homeless and with no they possessions? They were homeless. They were homeless. They went into sheltered housing. They were housed in a very dreary council flat, which is like public funded housing where they lived for many years while she trudged into town to do her teaching and Desmond was just hopeless I mean Desmond was embezzling from his firm he was he was forging checks in order to get money partly presumably to go to the pub and partly I guess to pay for household bills mm -hmm. so it's an awful story and it's a story of someone who's perseveringly trying to get her three children through school and university while all this is going on and stifling whatever talents I, I think of it like a like an underground river, you know, running along, buried. And then suddenly, when the time finally comes, up it comes like a great fountain. So I guess the question is, did that dead period have some value? You know, do you, do you think that the novels she wrote are as brilliant as they mm. are because they came so late mm. in life? Well, this is the million-dollar question. There are two things to say about it, I think. Uh, one is that... Yes, I'm sure the answer is yes, that the novels have this mulch or this manure, if you like, underneath them, a rich compost uh, of life and experience and patience and waiting, out of which come these 
astonishingly pared down economical works of fiction. But I think the other part of your question, which is, would she have written the book she did if she hadn't had these these fallow or frustrated years, is that certainly the early books come right out of those experiences. So, um, uh, the the life they had on the East Coast when she worked in a bookshop turned straight into a wonderful early novel called The Bookshop. The life on the sinking barge turns straight into a novel called Offshore, which in fact won the Booker Prize. Mm. And so she used these experiences. She was saving them up in order to use them. Well, there's a story you tell about when she won the Booker Prize for her novel Offshore, you know, the the novel about living mm. on that terrible houseboat. Mm. And mm. the literary world treated her with such snobbery. Mm-hmm. You know, they mm-hmm. nobody had expected her to win. Mm-hmm. And you write about it, she went on a live TV program and they talked.